The Bible says to encourage one another and build one another up. That is why this podcast exists. Welcome to Real Life with Lynn, where you will find stories about applying scripture to life, whether it's over something big, small, or something in the gray area. I hope you will join me on the journey, find some encouragement in Jesus, and share it with someone you know. Welcome to 2023. This is Real Life with Lynn. I'm so glad you're here. I want to start off today by just saying thank you. This podcast has received over 300 downloads. And for some people, you might think, oh, that's not really a big achievement. For me, it truly is. I didn't know that there would be so many people out there that would want to download and listen to what God has put on my heart to share with you. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm genuinely appreciative and I'm genuinely a little surprised too. But here I am doing another episode. Um, I've enjoyed doing these. I, I believe God has helped me in my walk. And I truly believe that everyone who's downloaded an episode or listened to it on the website gets something from it. I believe God has the ability to use it. So welcome to another year. Welcome to more life, more possibilities. I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks have been very fast paced. It's been very much get these work projects started. What's your vision for the future? Get your life right. Clean your house. Do this, do that. It's just been a little chaotic. And so today, as I was driving home from work, I began to think about my thoughts. (laughs) And that I'm a very introspective person. So it makes sense that I think about my thoughts. But I began to think about a particular verse in scripture that talks about taking your thoughts captive. Now, if you didn't grow up in church, if you haven't read it, here is what that kind of comes from. It comes from a book called 2 Corinthians. So if you have a Bible, I have mine out here. If you have one, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, there's one verse, verse 5, where Paul is in this chapter, he's kind of talking about, he's writing this letter to this church. He's talking about his ministry to them. He says this, he says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Who's he referring to? This we. This we is is him and those that he is serving in ministry with. And what was his ministry? To go to these churches outside of Jerusalem to share with them the good news, to share with them the gospel, to raise up some churches, to equip the leaders. He is posing this Christian principle and concept of take every thought captive to obey Christ. In layman's terms, what does that really mean? Well, I thought about the word captive. I'm going to look it up on my computer here real quick. The word captive in the sense of um, describing someone as a captive or it's an adjective. It's someone who is imprisoned or confined. Someone who has no freedom to choose another alternative. Or it's a captive is usually someone we think about being in prison. Being a captive. Being a prisoner of war. And and that's usually kind of what comes to my mind when I think captive. So when I read that verse and I read, take every thought captive, I think take every thought prisoner, take every thought into some level of control and take that to, to make it fall in line with Christ. Make that to obey 
Christ. And so this verse has really been the foundation for the concept in Christianity when we talk about um, renewing our minds or we talk about knowing that what our thoughts are, being careful what we think toward ourselves and toward others. Um, Jesus often in his life, he addressed thoughts and feelings You know, if you hate someone in your heart, he equates that to murder. If you feel lust for someone in your heart, he equates that to adultery. And so Jesus cares about our heart. Jesus cares about what we think. He cares about how we feel. He cares about what we think toward ourselves. And as I was contemplating this verse, and and I'm going to tell you, I have a 12 minute drive home. And I was contemplating this this verse about taking your thoughts captive. But I asked myself a very important question. How often are there thoughts of mine that take me captive? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, these there are moments in life, there are things that run through my mind, whether they're from myself or influenced by circumstances around me. There are sometimes thoughts that and feelings that come in my mind that instead of me taking them captive... They take me prisoner. They hold me hostage. They prevent me from living and being the person God has me to be. They take away my freedom to choose the alternative, which is obedience to Christ, which is Jesus. The title of this episode is simply called Captive Thoughts. And this episode is not about, here's three ways for you to take your thoughts captive. This episode is about vulnerability and opening ourselves up and saying, what are the thoughts that hold me hostage? What are the things that come through my mind or that I come through my heart that hold me captive and hold me a prisoner and prevent me from fully loving and trusting in Christ, fully investing in that relationship and being able to also love other people? Now, for me, a moment of vulnerability here, to me, there are a few staple things that run through my mind sometimes that sometimes can hold me captive. Yes, I'm a Christian. And yes, I would say I'm even a semi-mature Christian. However, we all experience these thoughts that run through our minds and our hearts. Things that we think that may not be true or they're based in a half-truth, but they have a tendency to hold us captive, take us prisoner. And it feels like you're sitting inside of a prison cell shaking the bars but you're not realizing the door is all is already open because Jesus opened it for you. One thought that I have about myself sometimes is around this one four-letter word, just. Sometimes when I talk about myself, whether it be on the job or, or in life, I'll say, well, I'm just 30 years old. Or I'll say, well, I'm just the donor relations manager. Or I'm just doing a good job. I'll put that word in front of it. Sometimes in the moment, it seems innocent, feels innocent. But me using that word in that context is me saying, I'm just 30. It's me saying, you know, oh, well, I'm just a 30-year-old. I don't have much to offer. And it, it leads to this belief that I'm not enough. How many of us use the word just before we start describing something about ourselves it's innocent and yet it it takes us captive and it kind of holds us back. Or or another thing that comes to mind for me is I have a hard time truly taking credit for the things that God has gifted me to do. There's a difference between saying I'm the best and I'm fantastic and saying God has given me this gift. I'm going to rest in that. I'm going to own that and I'm going to walk in this confidence. 
Captive thoughts. What are the things that run through your mind that hold you prisoner? As we get ready for a new year, as we see all the New Year's resolutions that come across our phone screens or our TV screens, as we hear people talk about the different ways they're trying to quit caffeine or they're trying to get back into exercising, I encourage all of us to take that concept of resolutions and put it toward our spiritual life. I know that's what I'm having to do. So some of these captive thoughts that I'm wrestling with currently and even as I'm sitting here recording an episode, as I'm wrestling with those, one thing I'm doing is I am actually every day, and so far it's only really been 12 days because today's the 12th that I'm recording this. So it's really only been 12 days, but every day so far this year, I get up and I've been reading a psalm out loud and praying and practicing communicating my thoughts to God, no matter how mundane or ridiculous or self-depreciating that they sound. Even if I'm saying, well, God, I'm, I'm just a 30-year-old single female working in a big place and I just don't know and I just and I just and I don't know what to do. Even when I am in that place, I am not afraid to take my thoughts to God because he can handle it. He can handle whatever thoughts I'm having. And I have found that as I am more open to saying those things out loud to God, as I am more open to saying, God, I'm having these thoughts and I don't know what to do with them. I need your help. I need your guidance. I need your grace. The more I do that, the less I'm focused on them. The less that when they run through my mind, I don't just let it sit and turn into a belief because those thoughts that hold me captive can easily turn into a belief that truly puts a stumbling block between me and Jesus. And if I'm in relationship with Jesus, I don't I don't want a stumbling block. And I, I'm hopeful that you wouldn't either. If you're listening, you're a Christian and you're thinking to yourself, man, I have this long list of stumbling blocks in my way, or I'm always getting in my own way, or you know what, Lynn, what you're saying resonates with me. And I have these thoughts that are holding me as a prisoner and they're turning into beliefs. What do I do? You know what? Don't be afraid to say it out loud to God. And you know what? If you have a trusted friend, say it out loud to them too. The more you say it out loud, the more you realize your need for God. And this is the paradox of Christianity. The more you see your need for him, the stronger he gets in you. The str- the more the spirit has the ability to really strengthen your inner being, the more space there is for that. The the more we own that and we recognize, man, I had this crazy thought today that I'm just not good enough to be on the job. Or I had this thought that I'm never going to be a good enough parent for my kids. Or I just had this thought that I'm never going to be a good enough spouse for my husband or wife. You know what? God already knows you think them. The reason that you speak them is for your benefit. You're not speaking them and telling him something he doesn't know. God already knows. You're speaking it for your benefit so you can hear them out loud. And honestly, at least half the things that I think and my brain comes up with, if I say it out loud, about half of them sound ridiculous and they're not based in any truth. The other half are things that have been in my head since I was a kid, things that as I've experienced life through my perspective that I've kind of just taken on and it's trying to turn into a belief. The beauty of Christ is that as we lay down ourselves and lay down our thoughts and we recognize that these things take us prisoner, the more we start to see that Jesus has unlocked the prison cell for us. And all we got to do is open up the door 
from our side. He's just standing out there waiting for you to open up that door. I'll end that episode there. (laughs) There's not much else to say. It's all about Jesus. It's all about pursuing him. It's all about growing in him. And I just encourage you that if you are having, you know, any kind of thoughts that seem intrusive or some thoughts that kind of hold you in or keep you from living in that freedom in Christ, I just encourage you to voice those to God, to reach out to a friend and hey, if you need a friend, I'll be your friend. I'm good with that. My email is going to be in the description of this podcast. If you're listening through my Facebook page, you can also contact me there and just share and speak out or type out those thoughts if you just need somebody to pray over those things for you. So I'm going to end this episode with prayer for you and for me, uh, for all of us as we walk into the new year. So God, today, whether it's morning afternoon or evening when we're listening. God, I just pray and I ask that you open our eyes to see the thoughts that hold us prisoner. You open our eyes to see the captive thoughts and that you make us willing and able to voice those to you, to trust you with those and to just lay them at your feet. God, this year could be really great. There's a lot of possibility out there that you have provided for us. And God, sometimes our minds bog us down and put barriers between us and you. And God, today, I'm asking that for whoever is listening right now and for myself, that you would tear down those barriers, that you would give us the strength to tear down the barriers, that your spirit would work in us in a huge way to press on, to continue doing what you'd have us to do, to make our spiritual resolution be about just surrendering to you this year. God, thank you. It's in your name I ask these things and pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. I truly hope you were able to find a nugget of encouragement or wisdom for your life today. I would love to hear what God is teaching you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or the website. Don't forget, Share what you learned today with someone you know. And also be encouraged. You're not alone on this crazy, curvy, and sometimes bumpy road I like to call real life.